Welcome to Money Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money Making Conversations. Here we go. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Like I say every week, it's time to stop reading other people's success stories and start writing your own. I always say that. If you talk about gifts, you talk about passions. I always tell people to leave with your gifts. And don't let your age, your friends, family, or coworkers stop you from planning or living your dreams. My, my interviews that I do on Money Making Conversation really are for you, uh, business owners. To I give you access to my celebrity friends or celebrities I don't know. CEOs, entrepreneurs, and what I like to call industry decision makers. My next two guests are what I like to call industry decision makers. They're entrepreneurs, Rob and Jen Morris. In 2011, they opened a retail bakery storefront selling over 100 flavors of homemade cupcakes. I know, they were good. They started this bakery from their love of food and sweets and wanted to create a different kind of life for their family. Their company now has evolved into coaching and mentoring through their online and small business course, the Start Small Win Big Academy. You hear me? The Start Small. Win Big Academy, where they teach bakers of all ages the blueprint to start their own bakery business. There are many courses and classes teaching bakers how to perfect their skills, but very, but very few courses out there tell you how to make money doing what you do. Whether it's at home or whether it's a passion, or they're they gonna take you to the next level. How to make it profitable and a lasting full-time business. Please welcome the Money Making Conversations about entrepreneurship, about making money. Please welcome Rob and Jen Morris. Hey there, Good team. Morning. How's everybody Good morning. doing? Woo! Let me let me fix my ears so I can get this all in, man. How you doing, Rob? That's my man right there, you know. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you guys based at? We're, we're right outside of um uh Philadelphia. So our bakery was in Delaware County. Right. Um mm-hmm. outside of West Philly and Southwest Philly. Right. Now East Coast, you know, it's a lot of people, you know, it's probably the most populated area in the country is the Eastern Corridor. And so why sweets? Why cupcakes? Because I you know, I consider myself a baker and cupcakes, even though they're so cute, they're really difficult to make. Am I correct? Or maybe it's just my skill level. Talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Mrs. McDonald. It might be your skill level. But for us, <laughs> cupcakes was the easiest way to reproduce something, um, a, a flavor, a medley of flavors into one little dessert. So we can do a box of 12 different flavors, right? right? And it just really wild everybody's mind. So, so when you when you talk about ideas, because you you guys are a couple, you know, usually because that means that I'm just saying it real, you know, you you, you wake up, you go to sleep, <laughs> you know, you eat lunch together, breakfast together, and so when you have business partners, you let business partner checks out. See you tomorrow, brother. I'll see you tomorrow, sister. <laughs> How does that work when the ideas are constantly flowing and the conflicts can constantly be flowing? When you want to make adjustments, when you have an idea, when you say over 100 flavors. That had to be some conflict, but how did that work? Because I do get a lot of couple entrepreneurs on my show. Every one of them has a different version of how they make it work. How do you guys make it work from the storefront before we move to the academy side? Uh, well, well, we're going to keep it real, first of all. You know, we're, we're like regular com- couples. You know, we have our issues just like everybody else, but I think that our footing in our relationship is what helps us, you know, work together as a team. You know, we have that great foundation. Mm-hmm. starting off. So, you know, as entrepreneurs together, 
you know, we bounce ideas off of each other and go back and forth. And we always know that we we, we both are are looking for the right decision. You know what I mean? Right. And um, it, it, it helps a lot if the foundation is there. So well, that foundation is important, man. Well, I you know, communication is important, which yes, creates the foundation. And so, Jen, I know Rob, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's a know-it-all. Because I'm married too, you know. My wife tells me I'm a know-it-all, okay. And she, she in her world, kind of like uh, is the real decision maker. And her world is really the person who does the um, the legwork. Because I'm a type of person, I throw out the manual and go do the job, you know. When she reads the manual and then she makes sure everything is followed through on instruction. Who is the admin person of the relationship? <laughs> that would definitely be me. Mm-hmm. Thank I, you. I'm the blueprint. I write it, you know, and then I hand it over, and he'll follow it. There you go. There you go. And that <laughs> has to be the way That's you do. That has to be the way of any business, correct? You know, whether you are married or whether you have business partners, someone right. has to take charge a different role. Nobody, you can't have somebody looking over your shoulder and admin. It has to be trust. You can't have anybody as far as operations. Because I look at Rob as the part of the operations part of the relationship. So that trust. In any business model, let's discuss that right now because I'm pretty sure that's part of this of your academy of your academy presentation is about trust, is about taking control of your position in the business. In this case, it's two of you guys. If you're a solo person, that's you taking on both the admin and who you bring on board. So as you're doing the storefront and before you went into the uh, academy and the e-online or online uh, services you now provide, what was the most daunting part of being an entrepreneur? In a storefront property. Okay. Well, I, I would I would say the most daunting is um, just like you said, working with each other. That that was definitely the number one because there's so many different ideas that we bounce off and we we try to make the right decisions and whatnot. But um, also by us working together the way we did, that also helped us step out and deal with with people on a professional level. Right. Because when you're dealing with these uh, professional people, they want to make sure that, you know, your business is solid and that you guys are bouncing off the right ideas and whatnot so that you can get to that next point. So that was the most uh, daunting part for me, you know? I would say for me, it was definitely um, trying to get the right people in the right places. Mm-hmm. Because as a, when you first start, you are a solopreneur. Even if you have a partner, you wear all of the hats. Mm-hmm. So that's what gets people overwhelmed. That's what gets people burnt out. And I try to impress upon them that you have to delegate. Right. And you have to, but you have to find the right people and put them in the right places. Because just because you have someone and you throw them in, into a position, that doesn't mean that that's their strength. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a CEO and an owner, you also have to realize that, that, you know, try to find the right person, number one, and then make sure that you're putting them in the right place so that they can succeed and they can ultimately, you know, take your business to another level too. Mm-hmm. And that, when you say that, because I've heard that term a lot, another level. What, what do you, because so many people are at different levels, you know, another level might be buying a Toyota. Some people might be buying a Mercedes, you know what I'm saying? And so how do you define what that another level is when I speak like that, Jen? Mm-hmm. Well, it, like you say, it all depends on where, what level you starting on. So for us, we took it one level at a time. Right. So if we were starting in our home, the next level for us was into a storefront. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But for some people, that's not one particular jump. So that's what we teach 
step by step. Because again, people see the end goal. They have these dreams and they see the end goal, but they're starting at level A. And all they're thinking about is how do I get to level Z? Yeah. But you've got every step in between. You can't jump from the bottom step and jump all the way to the top in your home. Like think about your stair steps. You right. can't just fly from the bottom to the top, right? right? Well, you could leap. So, yeah, you could leap. You could just. I love that theory because just stand at the base of the stairs yeah. and just try to jump. You you may jump, might twist your ankle. You might uh-huh. whoa and fall backwards and break your neck. It's, there's, a lot of, there's, there's a lot of uh, mishaps can happen when you try to l- jump steps. And uh, the reality of what you just said, that just dawned on me when you just said it by steps. Because if you try to do that in real life, you'll see the difficulty of trying to achieve, I'm, I'm going to jump to the third step. Or just take it one step at a time. It's effort, but at least you know you have a plan of action. You can do it again. You might be able to jump that to that third, but can you jump to the sixth? You know, how are you feeling that day? So that really is a really is a, is, is a safe way to look at the whole process. But now you guys, I know your whole background is baking, but it seems like your philosophies can be applied in any business format, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Our baking, our strategy, and we always say, yes, it's for baking because we're bakers, right? Absolutely. But we had many other businesses that we started, tried to start before the baking business. That was just the one that stuck. And I think that was because of our extreme passion for, we're foodies. We're right. shopping. Yeah. I mean, come <laughs> on, you know. <laughs> so that was the only one that really stuck. And I guess that was our calling. That was our um that was our assignment at that time. But our strategies, yes, can work in any business. And I always say this one baking business, this initial assignment is your mustard seed. This is the one that you're planting, you're nourishing and nurturing. And once it begins to grow and sprout, you're going to start getting many branches coming off of that tree. And you can take that same business model that we're teaching you and apply it to any other income stream, any other business that you're trying to start from this one baking business. You know, I, you know, looking at 2020, 2020 was an amazing year emotionally, uh, watching people and friends that you know worrying about your own personal health because of COVID-19, the civil unrest brought on by the George Floyd situation, but we still had to eat, we still had to participate, and like I went out this past weekend, and it was, it was people standing outside in rest, restaurant, restaurant, you know, the favorite restaurants like uh they were just lined up. So it's like people are out now, okay? But they weren't out last year, okay? We locked down for two complete months, and then all of a sudden you, you have restrictions and curbside delivery. How was the baking industry affected by COVID-19? Oh, it tremendously. I mean, it's sad enough to see so many of our, um, I guess, business besties or whatever have to close down and shut down. Because when they initially said that everything has to close, everything has to shut down, you know, that's what people did. Um, But me and my husband, we were like, okay, let's read between the lines here. For food, they didn't say we had to completely shut down. They said people couldn't come into our establishment. Right. People couldn't linger around. Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, we got these bills to pay. These kids got to eat. All mm-hmm. right. So we need to continue to run this business and make this money, right? right. So <laughs> right. we were like, all right, let's pivot back to the original business plan. We already had delivery in place. We already had, thank God, you know, delivery vans and things like that. We just beefed up our delivery mm-hmm. and we implemented a curbside pickup program. Quickly put that out there, start marketing that. 
the floodgates open, Rashawn. I mean, yeah. people were calling from left and right because every other bakery shut down. They still had birthdays. They still had, you know, a certain events in their life that if nothing else, they wanted to make that event special. Yeah. So we were there for them to deliver their cupcakes, to deliver their cakes with little personalized messages. And that, I mean, we got phone calls with people crying in tears because they were just excited to be able to celebrate something so special in a time like this. Yeah. Well, you know, the interesting part about that whole, you know, because I have a younger, my nephew, he has a barbecue stand in um, Houston, Texas, Big Six Barbecue. And because he had already signed up for, you know, DoorDash and the Uber Eats. And so he was already on the technology forefront. But what I discovered is that our, a lot of our black businesses, African-American businesses, were still traditional, just walk in, pay cash, a credit card. Ian, that's the, was that the big awakening for a lot of African-American restaurant businesses in 2020 is that they have to start using, despite the fees, that they have to use Uber Eats, they have to use DoorDash? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people weren't able to make that transition or, um, as like you said in one of your interviews, to uh, wake up dumb, you know, yes. mm-hmm. and, and be able to reinvent themselves and mm-hmm. implement different ideas and, you know, just keep the wheel moving. And don't forget that 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 main goal that you're trying to attract. You know, um, a lot of people have problems with that. And that's one of the main things that we deal with, with trying to make people wake up dumb. You know, we take them from F and bring right. them back to A and we start them all over again because you never you never you can't throw those blueprint steps away. You, you always got to go back to them. Every time you get to the next level, yes. you go back and start over, you know. Well, you know, a lot of people get frustrated by that because they want to just they want it to be the same. They, and when it's when it's then they start pointing fingers. That's, oh, I, it you know I didn't expect that. I didn't plan for that. Well, I don't know mm-hmm. if I plan to wake up. I don't. I, I love to think that I can wake up healthy every day. When I don't wake up without a cold or with a cold, then it affects my whole day. But I can't affect my business model. And the business model that you guys had in place was storefront. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all y'all was winning. Y'all was doing it. Then all of a sudden, y'all said that didn't work. Why? You, you, it's, it's it, again. You, you got kids to feed. You got visions. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you see yourself somewhere in the near future, and right. you, we have we have points that we have to hit. Right. You know, we put this stuff down every day. Right. If we don't hit that mark, then we have to get back together, figure out something, get in yes. a little huddle. Make a buy there, and and we keep on going. Nothing, nothing stops us. Because the thing is, Rashawn, this thing it has to work or it has to work. Our dreams are so doggone big, <laughs> so I don't care what roadblocks come in our way. We're going to figure out a way to go around it, over it, under it, through it, whatever the case may be. Because. We have these dreams and they have to get done. So there's no time to sit and wallow in or make excuses like, oh, my gosh, the world is crashing down around us. But guess yeah. what? Like you said, we still alive here. So we have the, the neck. We have the wherewithal to still figure this thing out and make it go. It may not be perfect. It may not be what we thought about. But as long as we're awake and here and breathing, God is giving us the will to keep pushing forward. And that's what we're trying to teach these people, these bakers, these business owners, that you can't be tunnel vision because a COVID is going to happen again. It just in another form. The right. stock market is going to crash. Another economic downturn is going to happen and you're going to have to be resilient enough to push through it and keep pushing forward. Now right. you guys host a uh, live training class for bakers every Thursday, you know, giving them secrets. Walk us through that step, Rob. What exactly is that live Thursday session? 
Well, when we, when we first meet with you, you know, we tell you our story so that you can be comfortable with us and you can understand that we come from the same places that you come from. You know, uh, we've been through so much. We've seen so much. And there's nothing better than learning from somebody who has the experience. You know, for a lot of people, that's the only way to learn. You need a mentor, you know. Mm-hmm. So we start off with that. And then we go back to letting everybody know that there are no secrets. Right. You know, there, there really are no secrets. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. dedication mm-hmm. And, and and getting over that home mm-hmm. stop avoiding the home stop going around the home. <laughs> you know and and we like to hold people accountable for what they do and they love that you know we we make sure that they're on par we make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to if they're skipping steps we're on them so a lot of people just need that accountability mm-hmm. you know but going back to the basics is is the main thing because we deal with a lot of people who are already in business and they they believe that they have the know-it-all. Right. They have the smarts and they're at a certain level, but they still can't get over that home because they fail to start from the beginning and, and realize that certain things they skip. Yep. You skip steps. You cannot skip steps in this, you know? Mm-hmm. It'll come back to haunt you. Cool. Sure, you'll get to a certain point. But it will come back to haunt you. I'm talking to Robin Jen Morris. Uh, uh, they live in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. And they, they have a company called the Start Small Win Big Academy. And it teaches bakers of all ages. That I, I'm very much aware of this, a blueprint. And when you start talking about business, they're just saying bakers. Because, you know, if you're a mechanic, you want to you want to talk from your strength. If you start yeah. talking about, I'm going to tell you how to open a mechanic shop, people going to go, what do you know about being a mechanic? But see, <laughs> that's, that's all they're just saying. You know, they say, hey. We're going to tell you how to be successful as bakers, but quote unquote, we also tell you how to be successful as entrepreneurs, but you just, sometimes you just can't jump out there and give yourself a title because people want to know what what are you referencing? Well, what is your line of work? What level of expertise are you drawing it on? And so now you're teaching bakers. Now, let's use Rashawn McDonald's example. Like I said, I already say I, I, I can make me some good uh, apple turnovers. I can make me some good pipe cobbler. I can, I can, I can, I can cheesecake. That's, I, you can't even mess with your boy with cheesecake. <laughs> Is that a challenge? Hey, Jim, you stop talking to me. I hang up on you. Start talking about challenging me on cheesecake now. I don't know. You know, our relationship is going to go south. You start messing with my cheesecake now. You got it. This your show. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, I said y'all earlier, I couldn't make no cupcakes. I told y'all that. I was very humble. I was a, w- willing to confess the ignorance of cupcake. And, and you went, that's so easy. I can't believe you that stupid. That's all you said right there. <laughs> we got to see you some recipes. I'm going to tell you something, Jim. I look at that little cupcake because, see, see cupcakes, Get to me because you have so many different cupcakes. You had the big old jumbo cupcake. It'd be huge and be flowing on. I can never make that one. I, I can swear to you, I can't make it. And then people tell me, Rashawn, you're filling it up too much. And then I'm trying to figure out how do I get my little cupcake to rise and then hold that that that, that crown, that, like, mm-hmm. that yeah. dome look. That's where I'm at, Jen. That's what your boy can't do. Yeah. I have tried. What am I doing wrong, Rob? I'm going to stop talking to her, Rob. Rob, help me out, bro. Help a brother out, Rob. Because she's laughing at me too much, bro. She's laughing at me too much. The problem is you got way too many talents. I mean, you're a writer, a producer, you speak. I mean, you name it, you do it. I mean, you can't do them all. I got to do this because, see, you know, because, you know, the thing about it is that I'm always one of these people that I enjoy life. That's what, see, that's why I, I wanted to get you guys on, not only interview about your business, Start Small, Win Big Academy, but about relationships. And I know that that's key. 
and the home environment is key too. Whether you're in business or not, what do you bring home? If you're having a good day at business, are you bringing that good day at home? Or are you bringing a consistent personality at home? I had a bad day. I'm coming home feeling bad and putting that on top of the children, putting that on top of the wife and and then waking up the next day, carrying that same negative energy back out the door and it creates confusion. And so the relationship power of what you have to talk about leads into banking, credit, your customers, customer service. And so you guys are dealing with people who may be in business or who have a home business, they're trying to expand beyond that or never even thought about it, but just a great chefs or great pastry chefs at their house and somebody has told them they got a good, great cookie recipe. Let's, let's go to each level of that conversation. Let's go to the person who somebody has told them, they know, boy, those cookies are good. You need to stop giving them away. You need to start selling. Let's talk about how do you communicate with that person? It's all about what are your goals? I always ask two questions on my interviews. I do one-on-one booking uh, strategy calls as right, well. Right. So I always ask, number one, why is this so important for you right now? What does this mean? What does getting this business up and running mean to you? Number one, and I don't want to hear nothing about, oh, people said my cookies taste good. I should sell them. Or, oh, I just love the way people, you know, dance when they taste my cookies. No. <laughs> what does this mean to you, to your family, to your life, right? What kind of legacy you're trying to leave? And number two, what if it doesn't go well? What if it doesn't pan out, Right. And then I want to hear that person say, because I know that they're serious. I want to hear that person say, well, this, that's not an option. Failure's not an option, Jen. I'm not even thinking about that. That's what I want to hear from that person, because now I know I can take my time with them mm-hmm. and I can put my all into them and work hard on their business as well, because I know that they're going to go all the way through versus the person who is just doing it because someone told them, oh, your cookies are great, you know. There's a huge difference between that CEO, that business owner mindset versus just, you know, an entrepreneur mindset. It's a difference. Well, you know, the COVID has really changed online business because people now will order immediately, you know. Mm -hmm. And so that's when you get into the dry eyes, the ship, who's your primary shipper? How do you build the cost into your overall pricing? Now we... We just talked about the person who has the great idea. Like you said, people dance when they eat their little pie. You be like, girl, you need to, oh, Lord, have mercy. That's a good, good, good pie right there. Now we got a person who has the business. You know, they, you know, they were hit by COVID and they trying to get a business loan or they're trying to do a financial model. Let's talk about that person. How do you communicate with that person there? Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, we 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 go right back to you know, the name of the course, start small and went big, you know, Mm -hmm. um, for people in that situation, you can't start off big, you know, and there's nothing wrong with starting off small. We let people know that all the time because that's how we started. Mm -hmm. You start off with what you got. Mm -hmm. If you're willing to make it work, you start off with what you got. Mm -hmm. Start off small, you start selling, you know, here and there, um, you you get your product out there. That's the main point because the, the money will come. We always let them know the money will come later on. But the, the most important thing is to perfect your skills right now. Mm-hmm. Are you able to be a salesperson? You know, that's also important. If you can't sell your product, what good is it? So we, we, we teach people the skills that they need on the back end in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So, so when they do get the money or acquire it, whatever way it takes them to, they'll be ready for that. So there's always something to do. There's never no reason to stand still. 
And that's that's very important. Just because you don't have the money does not mean that you can't do the rest of the legwork. And there's a lot. You know that. Absolutely. You know? I think that the number one problem that people have in business, and I had it too, because I, I, I opened a comedy club and didn't have a business plan nowhere. I just thought, hey, I'll sell this ticket. I didn't know about taxes. I didn't know about the liquor tax. You know, I just I just saw $10 and didn't realize what all came out of that $10, you know. Yeah. Employment and hiring people come out of that $10. Taxes you got to pay, admission taxes for the tickets I sold at the door, the liquor sales came out of that. That $10 kept getting smaller and smaller. And, then, <laughs> and that's that's what we see. We just see. That 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 dollar amount. So when you when you when you were talking, because you have a number of successful uh, ebooks that are selling on, I think like a CEO Baker's Edition and things like that. With these books available, are they available on Amazon? Where are these uh, ebooks available right now? No, they're on our website, um, uh, robinjimmars.com, um, and you can also get to that from our Instagram too. And so the ebook is a layout; it's a blueprint written for you, right. and we put tons of examples in there because you know real life examples. Because we're not just the people you know who are just going to give you business jargon, you know, business names, um, you know, market analysis, and things like that. That goes off of pe- over people's heads, right? We really want to break this thing down for you. For that person who've never seen business, who's never been a part of business. And that's a lot of our people. That's a lot of African-Americans that we have this knack and talent. Right. And we're born with these gifts. We can cook. We can bake. We can sew. We can do all of these things. But there is no there was no visual for them to see the business Mm -hmm. plan, to see the business structure and layout. So they don't know these terms, but they do know when somebody's saying, listen, you're, you have an eight inch pound cake, double layer frosting, right? And you only selling it for $25 and you think, oh, you're getting 10 orders. No, you're getting 10 orders a day because you're selling it for $25. So let's break this thing down and get this thing sold for $50 so you can actually be a profit to move to the next level, right? You know, so it's just things like that, that we, we make it as, as fun as possible, as easy as possible. But the point is we're trying to teach our people, you know, business, something that we didn't grow up. Well, you know, some Jen and Rob, when you just said that about the $25 cake, just as an example, that's the big fear. You know, you know, I, I will people buy a $30 cake Will they buy 35. It's your value. And also what's your business model, you know, and how you promote it, because that's really the key, because people are, are in a break even business right there because they don't know how to price. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't look at what their competitors are selling. That's also smart. They see right. what your competitors are selling that cake at, that donut at, at that croissant mm-hmm. or that cupcake at. And so you'll know how to go about looking at it from a longer term perspective. Because when I look at when I when I look at trying to talk to entrepreneurs, I try to talk to them from a from a natural standpoint. You said something very key to me. I hate reading motivational books when people are are not successful. People write a lot. There's a lot of people write books like that. They're not successful. And they write. They motivate you. I don't know where they motivate you from. Where, you know, do you have money in the bank? You know, they got financial books. <laughs> what do you say? You know, and so and that's what I'm recommending. You guys are coming from a point of reality. This is what you guys have been successful as a living. Now you went online to show other people a point of reference. You're not when you like we we joke about the baking, we joke about the cupcake, but this is what you do. Okay, and so that is not what I do. If I come on here talking about, hey, I'm gonna tell y'all how to make a good bakery. Now people might listen to me because of Rashad McDonald, but I advise yeah. you listen to Rob and Jen. That's what they do. <laughs> that you know, I, I I tell you a good story, 
oh, what you should do and how much that cupcake should cost and how pretty it looked and some decorations, but the manufacturing, where to go get it, what hour, what time you need it, what time you need to make sure it gets in that in the, in the, in the shelf so you can get rid of it and get it sold, how many you should make prior to opening your doors. That is yes. not me. And there are people out there selling, uh, I always talk, Willie Fufu tickets. That's what I call foolish tickets. <laughs> You guys are the real deal, Robert G. and Morris. I'm so happy to bring you on the show because I like reality. And what I want to do is I want to make sure I promote you because I do a weekly newsletter. And I want to make sure I promote that in my newsletter so we can encourage people to go to your Thursday live sessions and start just listening. And listening and start building your brand because that's what Money Making Conversations is all about. Thank you. We appreciate that so much. It's so important for us to get this out here because, like I said, we as a people are amazing, right. okay? And it's not enough anymore in 2021 to keep our greatness a well-kept secret as a side hustle, right. okay? I'm done with that side hustling. We are out here. We have to just rebuild this economic community within ourselves and rebuild everything. And, you know, um, Black Wall Street, let's get this back up and running, right? right? Within our own communities. And that's what we're here to do. We are here. We've lost so many businesses, Black-owned businesses, all businesses, but we're here to help them rebuild these businesses on this community, in these communities. So that's what we're passionate about now, Rashawn. And it feels good. Well, well, you look good. You look good. Like, you know, if y'all was ugly, on the on TV, I say we need to do this uh, audio wide, but y'all look good. Your teeth white. That's all good sign. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no teeth missing. Ain't no crooked teeth. You know, y'all looking successful. That's a, y'all casual. Ain't nobody sweating. That's all good. But I, I just want to appreciate y'all taking the time to come on my show and talk about your academy. And my job is now to promote what you're doing, get the word out. So send us some banners so we can get the word out about your academy. I definitely want to promote your e online books that have been so successful in the past currently selling and drive people to your website. Thank you, Robin Jen Morris. Straight out of Philadelphia. They got straight out of Compton. They straight out of Philly. Hey. <laughs> hey, thank you so much. We appreciate, we appreciate it. it. If you want to hear or see any of our Money Making Conversation interviews, please go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I am your host. <laughs> 